Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we throw religion out the window, and today we're going to talk about grace and accountability. Hey Jess. Hey Marky. I have a question. I love it when you do this. <laughs> it's your favorite. So my favorite. So, have you ever done something that you were like, I thought I'd never do that. I can't believe I just did that. You're not going to believe my answer. <laughs> it's okay. Here's um, how we do it. Um, you know, here's our public microphone. Yeah. Feel free to just um, make say. yourself guilty. Go okay. It. <laughs> no, it's, it's honestly... Um, it's nothing like that. It's I said I would never, I would never live with someone as an adult. Oh, <laughs> I said I would never like do that. I would never move my family. I had a family member that did it, and I said I would never do that. Yep, here I am, living with you <laughs> and my teenagers. <laughs> Have you ever done something? I'm pulling it back on you. So there was a time once where I remember like I was like, and, and I was just thinking, oh dear God, like, I don't think this applies to what I was thinking about. So my answer. Yeah. Sorry about all. that. <laughs> um, like, so here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking we all do stuff wrong. Yeah. And we think back about it and we're like, crap. Like I never thought I'd go that far. Oh, cause I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've never done anything wrong? No, like in the, my example. Because <laughs> um, he, here's what happens to us sometimes. We think, oh, I'm, I will never fall into that, tra- into that trap. Yeah. Well, I guess, your, I guess your answer might work to some degree. I'll never fall into the tra- that trap. I'll, you know, um, I'll, never, I'll never cheat on a test. You know, yeah. like if you think back to school, um, I know I've said I'll never cheat on a test. And I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I distinctly remember thinking that the, the expectation was unfair. Yeah. And I remember getting to that place where I wrote a few answers on my hand. It wasn't a lot, but yeah. it was enough that I wrote a few answers on my hand. Yeah. And no, that is not like the bear all, like everybody listening is like, Oh dear God, Marky did what? Um, and I know it's not like on the scheme of things when we, as humans, we tend to put sin at like a level, like, okay. Um, okay. So I yelled at somebody today. Yeah. It's okay. I was having a bad day. Yeah. Or I lied. I lied about, um, it was a white lie. Mm-hmm. I'm running late to work and I said, you know, my car broke down or, or I had to change a tire. And the truth is I hit snooze, you know, right. Something of that nature. Right. Yeah. And so, so we might be talking about things that in the human mind we consider to be um, less harsh, less severe. I guess that's what I'm, uh, what I'm saying. Um, but you know, God considers sin, sin period. And so today, as we're continuing this conversation about grace, you know, we spoke about the grace of the cross and how powerful that is. Um, and Shane and Carlos did an amazing job making sure that we understand how much power that that cross truly has. Yeah. Right. And we spoke about, the grace of God's power in our lives and how it works every day in what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Um, and then last week we spoke about how suffering grows the capacity for our grace. Yeah. For, for we spoke about how <laughs> we spoke about how suffering grows our capacity to receive God's grace. Yeah. Um, and so all of these things are very, very good. Yeah. But there's something that we haven't talked about yet. What is that? And that's accountability. Yeah. And so, you know, we said a couple um, podcasts ago, hey, grace is not a magic wand. Right. Like, okay, um, you can't earn anything this life. So obviously everything good that God has gifted us is by grace. Right. Right. But that does not mean that when we do wrong things that there are not consequences to those actions, yeah. that we do not need to be held accountable for those actions, that we do not need to change what we're doing. Yeah. And, and because change is, is about 
heart. Our, yeah. And our closeness to God, our proximity to him. And the closer you get to God, the more you naturally want to change. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that, I mean, we, in the past episode, I think it was the past one where, or maybe two ago, where we talked about amazing grace and the guy, what's his name that wrote amazing. John grace? Newton. Thank you. Um, that wrote amazing grace. And remember he didn't see blind, but now I see, but it wasn't until the end. It took him more life right to see and and i'm sure accountability in his his walk it didn't we didn't hear about that in the story but right but accountability like what was it that finally so he was saved in that shipwreck right but what was it that opened his eyes to the ridiculous awful of slavery yeah you know was it just a study of the word and and when I say just a study no, no, of the word, no. I am not holding that lightly at all. I believe that's accountability as well. It is. It's the word of God. It is. is accountability. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. So as he's reading, was he just convicted? Right. And was he, did he see? Did he see more? Like he yes. was like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. You know, like as he was deeper in the word. And, and I believe that, that that is a form of accountability is the word of God, is is God. And, and as you get closer to Jesus, he is a form of accountability. But I know we are talking about people right. too being a form. No worries. Zeke is trying to knock over the computer. <laughs> Zeke just went on the table. Um, but yeah, that, but people as well. And, and I think, I mean, I know I didn't read the notes, surprise, surprise, but I know we're going to get to the difference between accountability and, and judgment. Like we don't, cause there's, there's hard, there's hard rights and there's hard lefts. Right. And we, if you swing one way so sharply, nothing is good. We right. swing the other way so sharply, nothing is. So here's what, Here's Good. what Jess is saying, and here's what the guys were saying a couple episodes, and here's what we're saying today. Yeah. Grace is not a free pass. Nope. This is not me saying, hey, God already did all the work, huh. so I can do whatever the heck I want um, because he's going to forgive me anyway. Yeah. I mean, and nowadays the saying is you do you, boo, or you do you, do you, you know, do you just be you? I'll let you be you, um, own your truth. Like you do, you do that. And that's, we're going, no, 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 no. That's not what grace is. Right. And so we absolutely have to forgive. Yeah. And we absolutely have to extend people the grace that God has given us. Like yeah. we have to extend grace because those things will show people who Jesus is. Yeah. But at the same time on the other, if you want to call it side. Yeah. So we, we can have this middle line is where Jesus is. Yeah. He does it perfectly. And he says exactly what he needs to say. And he does exactly what he needs to do. Right. And that's right. where we want to be. Right. Because the, the hard right Oh, dude, and we're totally not talking politics. So if oh your my brain gosh. is there, get out of there because I don't think there will ever be a politics episode on Raw. Nope. And and there nope. are a million reasons for that. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, but if if you're talking hard to the right, yeah. do you always speak truth hmm. regardless of how you are not loving somebody's heart? Yeah. Do you always speak truth? Or maybe you're heading you know, left. Let's use that as an example. Again, yeah. not politics. I am not saying, I don't even remember which one is left and right. Either. I don't care Shane for the record. Don't tell us. <laughs> just, just don't tell us. Um, or are you going so left yeah. that you're like, you do you. Yeah. You know, do whatever you want because yeah. I, you know, unless it affects me, like, I don't care what you do, you know, like right. what you do is on you. Right. Like, you know, stay in your own lane, like yeah. all of those things. So there's this place in the middle but that's not kingdom and that's not the word. And I right. think I think I do I do want to bring clarity to okay, when we're talking about accountability and we're talking about these things, we're talking about believers. Yes. Okay. That is I very want to important. say this very, very clear. We're talking about believers, a non-believer, somebody who doesn't know who Jesus is, who has not chosen to walk with God. There's no accountability there for them. I'm not going to hold them accountable to the word of God. They don't know the word of God. They've not chosen the word of God. Right. Right. So and this that's is by no means, I was going to say, this is by no means condemnation yeah, that's condemnation. by those, but if you are choosing to walk with Jesus, yeah. Jesus calls us to both truth and love. Yeah. Actually he calls us to truth in love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so my point to saying, have you ever done something you thought you'd never do? Yeah. Um, but I answered wrong. It's fine. <laughs> um, but 
I'm going to read some of the, um, what is it called? Heroes of Faith chapter, right? Hebrews chapter 11. And I kind of jumped around a little bit, guys. I'm sorry. So it's not worth me telling you exactly which verses, but know that I am reading verbatim here. It was by faith that made Noah hear God's warnings about things in the future that he could not see. He obeyed God and built a boat in which he and his family were saved. As a result, the world was condemned and Noah received from God the righteousness that came by faith. It was by faith. Oh, hold on. Let me stop there and say, but yet Abraham messed up. I'm sorry, but yeah, man, we're all over the place. Have grace for us in this episode, guys. Um, I think it's in part my pregnancy brain, but you know, <laughs> dude, I wish that we could have gotten Shane babbling earlier. That yeah, would have been great. That would have been great. I'm always the babbling fool. We discussed this. Um, but anyway, Noah was also the one that got drunk and lay in his tent, right? Yeah. yeah. So Noah messed up. Yeah. Noah might've thought, oh, I'll never, I don't even know, be so out of control that I'm not going to honor God. Right. Well, what he did was too far, right? He drank yeah. too much. Yeah. Okay. Then we've got Abraham here, right? And these are all in the in the hall of faith, I think, as people call it, right? Yeah. Um, it was by faith that made Abraham obey God when God called him to go out to a country which God had promised to give him. He left his own country without knowing where he was going. Okay. Let's stop right there and say... That Abraham not once but twice told people that Sarah wasn't his wife, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like lied. He almost got her to be the wife of the Egyptian king, the Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, awesome man. Somebody that one day we're going to go up to heaven. What was what's that verse that says that? Um. Ah. Uh, oh, it's the one that says when we get something about getting to heaven and and they'll all be there. Yeah. Oh, my brain. I am so sorry, guys. Um, but it says that, that you know, we're going to be surrounded by those by those heroes of faith, by yeah. those saints, yeah. to be able to meet all these people. I am so excited to meet the man that God said, go. And he was like, sure. Yeah. He didn't say, where am I going? Where's the map? Yeah. Um, how long is it going to take me to get there? Because let me tell you that this control freak would have a major problem <laughs> with everything that God asked Abraham, that God told Abraham to do. And yet Abraham was like, I'm your man. Yeah. So here's the deal. Abraham's amazing. Noah's amazing. Let's continue, right? Yeah. It was by faith that made Joseph, when he was about to die, speak of the departure of the Israelites from Egypt and leave instructions about what should be done with his body. Okay. That's not even the most amazing thing Joseph did, in my opinion. In my opinion, the most amazing thing Joseph did was not just say, screw you, and just decide, I'm not working so hard for you morons. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But yet, Joseph was the same one who was kind of haughty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not perfect people. Right. Right? These guys are amazing. Yeah. But they're not perfect people. Right. And, you know, we got to do like a couple more. I'm sorry. Go Um, Because I'm having fun with this. It was by faith that made Moses, when he had grown up, refuse to be called the son of the king's daughter. Okay. So what this is saying is Moses made the choice not to be an Egyptian prince because he knew who he was. Yeah. Then he went out and killed a man. Yeah. And then he ran away for 40 years. Yeah. (laughs) And Moses's life is quite literally split in a 40 year increments. And then he didn't have enough faith to get into the promised land. Right. After all of that, after all of that, (laughs) after all of that, amazing. He didn't have the faith to get into the promised land. And there's one man, one more that I want to talk about real quick. David, a man after God's own heart, King David. Yeah. The man who killed Goliath (laughs) as a boy, he went and had an affair and then killed a man too. Yeah. And so again, these are all amazing people of faith. I should have thrown a woman in there. Um, Esther. (laughs) (laughs) She's like coming. It's fine. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Listen, I mean, or we could talk about Naomi for a minute. Yeah. Who had enough faith to be like Ruth. Mary Boaz. Yeah. Um, but yet she was so bitter that they changed her name to Mara. Yeah. Or that she changed her name to Mara. Yeah. But here's the deal. They're all amazing people of faith, but they messed up. Yeah. Did David? David, a man who did everything after God's heart from the time he was a little boy. Yeah. Do you think David ever thought he'd ever end up in adult- adultery? No. Let alone murdering a man. No. But it's only our brains that say, okay, adultery is a little less bad than murder. Yeah. Right? 
Because even just hear what I said. I said, did you ever think he'd think adultery, let alone murder? Yeah. But that's how our brains think. Yeah. Right? And see, here's the deal. We are all sinners. Yep. And we are all called to forgive. Yeah. Right? Um, if we read Matthew chapter 6, verses 12 to 15, it reminds us about forgiving, right? And you guys are going to recognize these words as soon as I start saying them. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Um, and this is amplified, so it goes into a little bit of detail. Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. Hmm. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that interferes with your relationship with God, then your your Father will not forgive your trespasses. Yeah. So yeah. as we hold others in a hard judgment line, hmm. if we tend to think, okay, I would never commit adultery. I would never kill a man. Yeah. I would never get so drunk that my kids would find me naked. Yeah. I would never, I would never, I would never. If you think that you are too good to do any one of these things, then you are living in so much pride and judgment that you need to get over yourself. Just sin. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Pride is sin. Yeah, which is sin. And, and And I mean, the I would never, and also like you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, have you ever looked at a man or looked at a woman? Like you do. Um, with lust in your heart and your eyes, like you do. And and maybe it's not something you may think that's a harsh sin. I mean, we go back to the levels. There's not levels, guys. But it's a lie. Like I said, it's a lie. Or you've thought about lying and you didn't. Or, you know, you our thoughts and our lives, we are not perfect. That's what we're saying on all of these things. Yes. And yes. there was no one in the Bible that was perfect. And we have to watch our actions and our words, um, especially when it comes to kingdom and 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 church when you're in a building and when you're there to worship god if you're pointing a finger at someone that shouldn't you shouldn't hold a microphone because you did this or whatever it is that hello guys yeah (laughs) i mean you have sinned you have sinned and that there should be no judgment Right? There should be love. A is for all. All have sinned. Yeah. That's like one of the first verses that a cubby memorizes in Awana <laughs> Clubs. In case you wanted to know, A is for all. All have sinned. I love it. And there are no levels. No. So if you've messed up, yeah. you have no right to judge. Yeah. Like judgment even, and we're saying those things, but there just should not be judgment. If your words are to attack someone, if your words attack guys, you can't, I, 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 that's just wrong. I mean, now my turn to triple my words, but that you just can't attack someone with your words. Just stop guys. Stop. And I was just sitting here thinking, so this is why technology is really amazing, right? Cause yeah. as you're talking, I'm like, Ooh, I got to read Romans chapter two. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was just reading this this morning, Romans chapter two, verse one. We'll see where I end. Do you, my friend pass judgment on others? You have no excuse at all. Whoever you are. Hmm. For when you judge others and then do the same things which they do, you condemn yourself. Yep. Okay. So again, going back to that adultery thing, have you ever looked at another man? Have you ever looked at another woman? Well, here's the, here's the deal. Um, You know, women and men are different. And so I'm just going to throw this out there for a minute and say, okay, a man may more visually look at a, at another woman. It's yeah. possible, right? Yeah. It happens. They have to watch their eyes. It's one of the things that, that unfortunately a man has to watch for, yeah. right? Um, for, for us, it's more about an emotional thing. Yeah. It's more about an emotional thing. Like, okay, this person is paying, paying attention to me. Yeah. This person is really listening to my heart. Yeah. When my husband hasn't recently. Yeah. You know, and as soon as you think those things, yep. either of those two things, yep. you're no better than David. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, but I had to make sure I pointed that out because I think as women, we tend to think, okay, well, I don't look at men like that. Yeah. You know, but that's, it's not true either. Yeah. And so our point is we can't judge. No. Because we're all there. Yeah. Yeah. We're all there. The only one who is righteous enough to judge is God. Yes. Because he doesn't have that sin, right? 
um, verse two of Romans chapter two says, we know that God is right when he judges the people who do such things as these. But you, my friend, this is verse three, do those very things for which you pass judgment on others. Do you think you will escape God's judgment? (laughs) So it's just, it's just kind of crazy how we think about it. Right. And that's the one side, like that's, that's the, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna judge this person for, for doing this thing because I would never do that. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's important that we know that when we say that, you know, the Bible does talk about accountability and, right. and, and that's where we're going. That's, yeah, go ahead. You start it. I think it, it talks, it completely talks about accountability and that, um, we are to judge people's fruit. So when you say the word judge, people are like, wait a minute. It says to, and Shane will go into that. I know he will because he talks about it all the time. But we are to judge Again, people by their fruit. specifically believers. Yes. My goodness. By their fruit. Like you can judge them by your fruit. And I'm going to let Shane go on that um, tangent at the end. <laughs> Call it tangent. Love you, babe. Um, but yeah, I'll let him go on that at the end. But we're, we're going to talk about accountability. And when you're when you're walking out and this life, there has to be accountability. Now, accountability doesn't mean that you have say in my decisions. Okay? It doesn't mean... Wait, wait. I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> that Clearly. You, that you have hey, say. Wait, guys. We found another way we're alike. <laughs> we both don't let other people tell us what to do. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean <laughs> that you have say in my decisions. And what it does mean is if you see me making a decision that is not lining up with the word of God. If you're in my life, if you're in my circle, we can go back to friendship and you're close enough to me where you have that ability to speak into my life, then that's what accountability is, but it yes. has to be in love. Yes. And there has to be that relationship there and in love. Yeah. Um, somebody off the street can't walk up to me and say, I'm not going to receive it. Period. Like I'm not going to receive Especially it. Just, just, so you yeah. Know. <laughs> I'm a, yep. I, I'm probably going to come at you. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> lovingly as I roll my eyes. Um, but yeah, but at, at that accountability again is, is not you telling me what to do. It, it is you telling me, Hey, this choice right here. I don't think this, this lines up with God, with the word of God. And here's why. And this is the scripture. And, and do it in love. And, and, but then ultimately guys, I get to make my own choice, right? Yeah, you're still responsible for your decision. Yeah. You're still responsible for your reaction, especially if you come at somebody in the street, just saying, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking as you said that I was what? thinking, what would have happened if, um, if Jacob Israel, right? Yeah. Joseph's father, yeah. if he had paid a little bit more attention hmm. to to Joseph's attitude from the beginning. Yeah. Like what might've happened if he were like, Hey, Joseph, God really did call you to something special because this is what I've seen. Or this is what God told me. I don't remember, to be honest, I don't remember which came first. Um, Like, like, you know, did God tell Jacob that Joseph was going to be, Joseph was going to do something amazing before. I don't think it happened before. I think it was after, right? I think it's after. Okay. So it starts with like the dreams and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Sorry. Um, Again, baby brain. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so here's what I'm thinking. Had Jacob noticed that Joseph's heart was kind of prideful? Yeah. Or a a little, dare I say a little haughty? Yeah. Um, Had he noticed he may have been able to say, hey, Joseph, yeah. like, how do you think you're making your brothers feel right now? Yeah. But I think the problem started before that, didn't it? It yeah. started with the fact, and now that we're remembering the correct order, yeah. um, it started with the fact that Jacob put him in that place mm-hmm. to some degree, right? Joseph's response was still his choice. Yeah. But it started with, with Jacob putting him there. Um, and I'm saying that because I'm saying if accountability had started with Jacob, how would it have looked different? Yeah, it definitely could have looked different. And, and that's what we're meant to do life together. Um, we say this a lot on our podcast and that's why I'm, you're meant to hold my arms up and I'm meant to hold your arms up. And some of that, what that means is accountability right? and, and, and showing you, Hey, that's, let's go this way. Maybe that's, let's put that down. Right. Like, like maybe you should put that down. Have you thought about that? A lot of, a lot of the ways I, when I talk to friends, I'm not saying I'm going to hold you accountable and here's what I'm like, I, it's usually in conversation because I'm a practical application person. It's usually just, have you thought about 
this. And but before I even say those words, guys, I am praying hard and I'm praying, God, please show them because I don't want to show them. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be really great if I didn't have to have this awful conversation right now. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I mean, like, God, please show them. But and, and then just say, hey, and I, I mean, I've had some hard ones where, hey, have you thought about how this doesn't honor God? Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about how us continuing on this path of negativity or whatever it was that it could lead to sin? Like yeah. it could, it, we're, we're on the path where we're going that direction. So let's, let's talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Or like, be aware that I'm noticing this, pay attention. Yeah. Cause sometimes we don't realize we're even doing it. Like, no. like it becomes such a slow fade yeah. and it's so much easier to see it from the outside looking in. And so that's what we're meant to do together. Yeah. You know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron, right? We're going to learn from each other. Yeah. So maybe the reason you know that I'm about to fall into a trap is because you've already walked into that trap. Yeah. Or maybe it's because you walked with somebody else who walked into that trap. Yeah. It doesn't, honestly, it doesn't really matter which, Yeah. but if you draw my attention and say, Hey, Marky, like there's a hole in front of you. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't step into it. Yeah. Then I'll be like, Oh, look hole. What? (laughs) Um, or I'll be like, nah, I want to step into it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. But, but then that's on me. You know, I think that's what I was about to say. Yeah. But I think one of the things that we've talked about, like way back when we were talking about emotions is it's important to respond instead of react. Yeah. So one of the ways we sin quickly is when we react instead of respond. Exactly. But the other times that we sin is more because we are doing something and, and maybe not holding ourselves accountable for it or not allowing other people to hold ourselves accountable accountable for it. Yeah. Or maybe somebody saw it and chose not to say it. Yeah. Because it's hard to say it. Yeah. So what we're saying is there's a middle place. We don't have to be so far into saying the truth that we come off as judging. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we don't have to be so far into just extending love that we're saying you do you boo. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, where grace comes in guys is okay. I'm going to tell you, Hey, you're about to walk in this hole, hun. Like you need to open your eyes. I'm going to do it in love. And I'm going to pray before I do it. I'm going to say those words. And then I throw my hands in the air and go, Holy spirit, you do your part. Yeah. And then I go, give, like, I'm going to give you grace and I'm going to put that in God's hands. And I'm going to go, God, you have to step in and you have to do it. And I'm not going to judge you for whatever. If you just step in the hole, I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to love you. Right. Right where you are in the hole. Yeah. Okay. Because that's your choice to walk in the hole, but it's also our, our responsibility to have the accountability. I think in a way, um, in a way, grace kind of pulls us back to that middle spot, right? Yeah. Um, because, if, if we're in a place of judgment, then we know we're not extending grace at all, right? Yeah. Like maybe they've done something so much that hurt us for whatever reason. And so it, it, we become judgment place. Yeah. It's not an accountability place. It's a judgment place. Yeah. Um, but on the opposite side, if we're so busy um, just saying you do you, then we're not we're not making sure they realize we're not kingdom the the gift that God has given them mm-hmm. in his grace. Yeah. You know what I mean because it's because it's because of God's grace, because of God's sacrifice yeah. that we want to do kingdom. Yeah. It's because of God's grace, it's because of God's sacrifice that we want to be like Jesus. Yeah. So does that make sense? I feel like it kind of pulls us to the middle a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and guys, we know that grace is not earned. It's not something that it it is God, right? Like it's something that's unmerited. We can never actually walk out the grace that God has. Like we can't, that's we're humans. We're striving towards that though. And that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. 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 And trying to love people again, you choose to go in that hole, hun, like, I'm going to love you where you are um, in that hole and I'm not going to walk away from you. Right. And that is you giving grace as well. Yeah. Because you're saying, listen, I, I see that hole. Yeah. I want you to avoid that hole. I've told you about the hole, Right. but if you mess it up anyway, I'll still love you there. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and again, that's because God's given us that grace. Yeah. Um, and we just want everybody else to have it too. Yeah. You give me grace for answering wrong in the beginning of the podcast? Of course. (laughs) 
it was just fun as I'm like, okay, how do I change this? <laughs> I know I saw your face. I was I'm like, like crap. What did I do? <laughs> it's okay. It's because I spring questions on you. Yeah, you're fun. <laughs> All right. Let's kick it over to the guys. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the really section. Uh, this is Carlos and Shane, Yay. like always. <laughs> yeah, like always. Like we're gonna one day we're gonna come on and we're gonna be like, this is uh, Frank and 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 or or we could do the whole pretend to be the girls again. That, I mean, we could. That would be entertaining for a minute. <laughs> yeah, for a minute. Well, I might for you die, at least, I might die laughing again. <laughs> right, <laughs> fall out of my chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I gotta say, I I actually liked. Well, not actually like I like them all, but actually, this one uh, actually I know, right? I like this. One. I actually what? like this one, but no, um, <laughs> mainly because the opening for this was: Have you ever done something that you thought you would never? And the only thing that came to my head was: I would never say never, like Justin Bieber. Right. So, dude, I don't know Bieber time, bro. <laughs> but like, actually, that bro. Com- yeah, that that actually comes from my dad, though. He always told me like, never, never say, say never, never because there's always a possibility. Yeah. So, well, you know, I, 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 I told myself when I was young that I would never tell my kids because I said so. Oh, but you do that so much. I, that's because I got tired of having to freaking explain it over and over and over and over. No, I told because you. I said so yeah. just do it. Yeah, dude. So this was really good, man. Yeah. I, I love the conversation of, of grace mm-hmm. as it relates to judgment. Um, just because we have this thing in Christian culture um, and the world loves to throw, don't judge. Mm-hmm. But they love to say to Christians, don't judge lest you be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, by the way, if, you, if you're not aware, that comes from Matthew chapter 7 from the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Jesus actually says those words, don't judge lest you be judged. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I, I, I love the discussion of from a grace standpoint, and this is why, mm-hmm. um, because uh, when when you m- know someone who does something or has a scar or a mistake in their past, like, for instance, mm-hmm. if if someone ever had an affair on their wife, mm-hmm. like they had an affair, whatever, all of your interactions from the moment of your knowledge of that to the end of your relationship will be jaded by the knowledge of that information. Yes. And I'm going to take it even broader. It doesn't actually have to be an affair, but even the thought it, it, Yeah. If you find out that they even considered an affair, mm-hmm. every interaction with that person from that point forward is stuck in your mind. They are attached to mm-hmm. that. Now the, the problem with this is, if they've reconciled with Jesus, then whatever behavior that was is under the blood, mm-hmm. which means it never existed. But the problem is in our humanity and our weakness, we can't see them the way God sees them. Mm-hmm. We'll always look at them. So I say that, I say that to say this, um, give people grace to change. Okay. Give people grace to change because how you see them doesn't always exemplify who they actually are. Absolutely. You don't know the whole story. You don't, you don't know, you don't know anything really. You know, one side, most of the time, if even that, Mm -hmm. um, most of the time it's hearsay, Mm -hmm. uh, it's rumors, it's people talking stuff and, Mm -hmm. and you happen to hear about a little bit, but the, the whole point is that give people room to grow beyond your image of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very important aspect of grace, in my opinion, uh, right. as, as it relates to people. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Um, but, but, uh, Mark, you went down a list of different Bible characters yes. who had said, I'll never. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then ate their words, yes. uh, essentially. Um, she didn't mention one of the most important, biggest ones, in my opinion, Peter, who said, mm-hmm. I will never betray you, Jesus, and then did it three times <laughs> in the next chapter. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Uh, so, like, okay, come on, Peter, man. And he's a bedrock of our faith. Yeah. Like, this guy is, when we look, talk about Peter, he is the the rock uh, of our faith. And we, like, we talk, like, he's a he's a big deal. Um, and so, it's that's an important um uh, 
reminder that no matter how close you are to Jesus, mm-hmm. there's always the possibility of an oops. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, and it's crazy that he knew it was coming and still did it. Mm-hmm. Like he, Jesus even warned him, you're going to betray me. <laughs> well, go back to what Marky said, right? In the previous episodes, it's because as humans, we don't actually respond. We react. Yeah. We don't think. Yeah. We don't use our brains. <laughs> you know? I mean, when she was going through that, the only story that I, that came to my head was the, the, the woman caught in adultery. Yeah. Where they were trying to judge her and stone her because she broke the law. Yeah. And these were religious law people and Pharisees that supposedly know the way of God or whatever. But, you know, when they try to get Jesus to, to, to say, well, yes, she needs to be stoned. He goes, he didn't say no. If you notice, he says, all right, but let the first one without sin throw the first stone. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't disagree, yeah, whoever, but he, he was like, oh, whoever's sinless, you go yeah. ahead and cast that stone. Yes. But and then, then... Now, he was the only one standing there who was eligible right. <laughs> exactly. for the stone throwing. So, and the way I, I was thinking about this was, look at the, the grace, right? Not only the grace that, that Jesus showed the woman, because clearly he said, where are your accusers? There are none, so I won't judge you either. Right. Go and sin no more. But what grace did he show the accusers? Because he actually made them think about what they were going to do, and they decided not to sin by throwing those stones. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. And he gave them opportunity to change. Yeah. Like he did exactly what I said. Yep. He gave them the grace yes. to change, to not be who they thought they were in that moment. Right. Um, so anyway, I, 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 um, when we talk about judgment, um, it's, it's, judgment is a hard subject in the church mm-hmm. uh, because the Bible tells us to be aware of sin and be careful of sin Mm -hmm. and guard against sin and to identify sin, but you can't do any of that without judging to some degree. Um, So there are very specific scriptures that are used to say how judgment happens. Now, first of all, if you, if you're going to come at me and say, God said, don't judge, I'm going to call you a liar. There's an entire book called Judges. Judges. (laughs) Hello. Judges. Hello. So, number one, God appointed people to do that for the very purpose of judging so that there would be some um, accountability for Mm -hmm. behaviors. So, let's ignore that for a moment. Okay. And, and, and talk about um, Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 and 2. It says, Judge not, lest you be judged, for the same measuring stick that you use to judge, you'll be judged back, right. right? So, he's not really saying don't judge at all. He's saying be careful how you judge, mm-hmm. because the way you judge people is how you're going to be judged. Correct. Um, so, whatever tool, instrument you use to determine judgment is what's going to be used against you. Mm-hmm. So, now he's not talking about in a spiritual sense in this moment. He's talking about in an earthly, physical sense. Mm-hmm. So, if, if um, it's exactly what the girls were talking about when you say, um, I would never do that. I would never have an affair on my wife. Well, guess what you just did opened up your entire life for an affair on your wife because you judged them in their weakness Mm -hmm. and exposed your own. Um, so that it's, it's very, yeah. Now, when we talk about judging, the, the, the problem with judgment is not judgment. It's condemnation. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible tells us not to condemn. It's not our job to condemn. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when, uh, when we talk about judgment, what's, what happens when you judge someone is you're comparing them to something. Correct. And 90% of the time, what you're comparing them to is yourself, which goes back to that statement, I would never, mm-hmm. right? So, you have become the measuring stick for judgment in that moment. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what I've heard said. It's it's not judgment, it's comparison. And comparison. Comparison. No, no. Comparing (laughs) is a sin. When you compare yourself to someone else, you become the measuring stick for judgment. Mm -hmm. You are not meant to be the measuring stick for judgment. Jesus is the measuring stick for judgment. So, if you're comparing yourself to anyone but him, it is sin. Mm -hmm. Um, So, 
that's that now I'm 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 kind of on a little soapbox. Jessica told told you. Jessica warned you I would do this. So here I am. Go for uh, it. meeting meeting the the expectation. soapbox expectation. <laughs> so uh there's there's a distinct difference between judging the church and judging the world. Okay. Um so when I look at the world and the state of the world and culture and how people behave as a believer, if I try to hold the world to the standard of biblical behavior, I am in error. There, you cannot hold someone who doesn't know Jesus to the standard of someone who does. That's, that's, you're essentially condemning them on your own when it's not your job to judge and condemn their actions. Now, if they know Jesus, it is our responsibility to identify areas of failure. Now, it's not for condemnation purposes, it's for restoration purposes. Okay. Our job as the church is to reconcile one another back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when we fail, it's on our the circle of of believers that we've surrounded ourselves with, our our body, to recognize our weakness and not cast stones, but gather us together and circle us up and say, "Hey, we see where you're weak right here. We see where you're you're having a hard time, where you're struggling. Let us help you come back to the cross. Mm-hmm. The whole point is to bring reconciliation to the body. Now, this is not judgment in this regard. It's reconciliation. But everyone else identifies it as judgment. So that's why you, when you say judge, mm. judge not lest you be judged. You have to be careful how, what you're defining as judgment. Because judgment comes with condemnation. It always does. That's that's the way it was designed. Mm-hmm. When you judge, the next step is you condemn. But our job is not to condemn. Correct. So anyway, that uh, if you if you go back and read Matthew seven uh, verses fifteen through sixteen, this this is a continuation of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. He literally talked about judging in the first two verses, and then in verse fifteen he says, "Be on your guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are rage, ravaging wolves." You'll recognize them by their fruit. And then he says, are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So he's, he's essentially saying, be on your guard and recognize when people are not authentic mm-hmm. to what they say. So that he, he's saying people are trying to say things and declare truths, but their lifestyle doesn't align with the truth that they're declaring. Okay. So in, in essence, he's, he's telling us to judge, to use wisdom and judge whether the truth of their words aligns with the life, the life they live. Okay. If, if we're not supposed to judge, why would Jesus tell us to do this? Now, again, we're not talking about judging the world. Mm-hmm. We're talking about recognizing error in teaching, error in, in ideology and thinking and mindset and doctrine and calling it out, recognizing it so that not for the purpose of exposing people's failures, mm-hmm. but for the purpose of bringing reconciliation, mm-hmm. the job, the, the goal is to bring them back into the fold, not drive them away. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And actually it brings me back to a, uh, a sermon that we heard today, this morning, uh, with the church we were going to. It's kind of piggyback off of uh, Marky with uh, with David, but it's with uh, David and Nathan when Nathan rebukes David for what he did. Yeah. And uh, David judges, you know, Nathan shares that story about the guy who steals the four lambs and wh- whatever. And he goes, oh, that man should surely die. And, you know, he has to pay four, four lambs for the one that he stole. And uh, the way that uh, the sermon that, that we heard this morning described it was, Exactly how David judged is what his punishment was, is how God judged him. Because he goes, he didn't die because he, you know, God forgave him for that because he right. confessed his guilt, but he lost four kids. Right. Not just one. Yeah. It, the same measuring yeah. stick he used was yep. judged back to him. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's now again, remember that the purpose of, of what I'm talking about, biblical quote unquote judgment, is within the body of Christ mm-hmm. is for reconciliation. It's not about condemnation. It's right. not about outcasting them. You're not kicking them out of the church. Although there are very specific situations where the Bible does say, kick them out. Okay. Um, particularly when, when their, their, their sin is exposed and they refuse right. 
to be reconciled. They refuse to change. They refuse to, then you push them out. Why do you push them out? Well, because you don't want them corrupting the rest of the body. Mm -hmm. So in the, that's, but that's a very unique scenario that doesn't happen most of the time uh, within the body of Christ. Most of the time we condemn them before we give them an opportunity to reconcile. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's what I liked about the story with Nathan is because Nathan was holding him accountable wasn't trying to condemn him. He was holding him accountable and wanting him to see what his actions did. And eventually David did see yeah. and went, confessed his, his guilt and went back to the, now did that make him perfect? Absolutely not. No. You know, he still made mistakes. He's human, yeah. but it brought him back to God, to Christ. Right. Again, so, reconciling yeah. himself back to God. Yeah. Yep. That's the goal. Yeah. That's that's yeah that's my soapbox little little bit on on judgment there I love uh, I love talking about this kind of stuff but yes. the, the, I, I do want to say this about the word judge real quick um, in Matthew chapter seven verses one through two if you look up the the actual Greek word what it means it means to prote- to pronounce an opinion concerning right and wrong for the purpose of condemnation. That's what the word actually means. So, in other words, you're, you are the determining factor of whether that's right and wrong. It's not pronouncing the truth of what's right and wrong. It's pronouncing an opinion yes. of what's right and wrong. Yeah. So, now, if you're talking about biblical alignment here, yeah. <laughs> it's completely different mm-hmm. than an opinion. The Bible's not an opinion. It's, Correct. It's truth. Yes. And it's... It's crazy, right? Uh, so you're saying this, and the thing that comes to my head, Judge Dredd. Have you ever watched that? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Remember when they accuse him, and he's like, I don't break the law. I am the law. I am the law. Yeah, and you're like, truth. but oh. how, where? how did you get that? Like, where did you learn? What law are we talking about here? <laughs> you know? I made it up myself, okay? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that that's what half the church does anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was that was mean. I'm I'm sorry people. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, you're holding people accountable. You, you have to realize when you are judging, look, I do this to Marky all the time. Okay. And it's taken me years to actually tell myself like, wait a second, why are you doing this to her? Right. This morning, as we were going to church, uh, something was bothering me. She knew it. She asked, and I went completely cold. I didn't want to look at her. I didn't want to talk or anything. And then after I don't know, a minute in my head, I'm going, why does she have to take your crap? Because you're going through something. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's well, trying to help exactly you. It's not exactly fair to her, right? Right. Yeah. So then, you know, on the way back, I apologized to her and I, and, and I told her what was going on and she brought it up here, the whole thing with men and lust, how things are physical with us. Right. Well, I had that problem. How did I get it? Because I watched a stupid TV show. Yeah. You know, it wasn't nothing sexual per se, but the scenes implied that that's what was going on, you know? And because of that, I felt ashamed because I had those thoughts, you know, they come, I'm human. And I was ashamed because I'm like, wait a second, God gave me Marky. Yeah. You know, a beautiful wife. Why the heck am I thinking this? What's wrong with me? Right. So now I'm beating myself up. Your flesh. Yes. And telling her what happened set me free. There you go. So yeah, there you go. And, and in turn, Marky didn't judge exactly. Or she did not. She did not. She brought reconciliation yes. back, right? Yep. And that's that's the objective, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all, by the way, on a side note, when you have a tendency to judge, people will stop telling you stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because comes up, they don't like to be condemned. Yeah, it's uncomfortable and painful. So if you if if you find that people withdraw from you after sharing stuff you might want to check yourself Mm -hmm. to make sure you're not condemning their behavior Mm -hmm. because your job is not to condemn, but to reconcile. And if, if I, if I do that on a regular basis, then people are going to stop telling me stuff. And then I become an outcast by, yeah, because of my own behaviors. Yes. So, and then when you reconcile with God, that's how you'll be judged too. Yeah. Check (laughs) check yourself. folks. Absolutely. Anyway, good time talking. Let's uh, send it back back to the girls. Yep. I got to start because I cannot believe that I missed Peter. (laughs) It's funny. The minute he said that, I was like, really, Marky? 
It's like word for word. Well, I missed it too, technically, because I didn't even say it. <laughs> Jesus is like, Peter, you know, because I think it starts with him saying, I would never do that. Yeah. And Jesus is like, Peter, before the rooster crows, you're yeah. going to th- deny me three times. Yeah. And so not only does he actually say, I would never blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Jesus says, oh, you're going to do worse than that. You're going to do this. Yeah. And then he does it. Yeah. And he knows like he, <laughs> Jesus said he's going to do it. And he still does it. <laughs> you know, I think there's just way more than enough ammunition. Yeah. Um, because we're all so fallen. Yeah. Yeah. We're all so fallen. Yeah. I like how Shane said, talked about reconciliation. I mean, just nail on head that did that, that reconciliation, that is the goal. Yeah. That is the goal and bring people back to. And I think too, then that speaks to, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting no, you. No, go ahead. But, um, then that speaks to your heart behind why you're, why you're sharing this with your friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if your goal is reconciliation, you're going to come at it in a much different way than than the way that that is it's judgy that's that's the yeah. adjective i'm going to use yeah <laughs> and it's reconcil- reconciliation to christ like back to right. the path that you're you right know, walk right to christ yeah. and so if i'm going to walk straight into that hole and yeah. you say hey marky like i love you yeah. and i want you to be close to christ and this is going to mess that up yeah like your heart is speaking a totally different story than why the heck would you do that yeah like those are two totally different things yeah like, what is wrong with you? Like, you don't say those words. Yeah. 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 I mean, was there anything else I wrote down? I don't know. What you, oh, you know, the only other thing I wrote down is, would we ever really want to be a measuring stick? Oh my gosh. No. I think I've talked about it before, but you remember how there's like that one bad king that's like the measuring stick for all the other bad kings? Yeah. In kings? Yeah. And I mean, would you really want to be that guy? No. No, 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 no. Like, this person's much worse than this person, but the rest of them, they did better than this guy because this guy's awful. And I'm like, no, no, no. I would not want to be the measuring stick, good or bad, because I'm way too fallible for that. Yeah. Like, I'm just so screwed up. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Plus, if we could figure out how to take my tongue and make it so it's not a tripping hazard... Maybe we could turn it into a soapbox for Shane. <laughs> for Shane. He hopped right on today. I told y'all he would. He met the expectation. Yeah. That's all that matters. I told y'all he would. He He's passionate about this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I think that's all. Yeah, I do too. And you know, we, next week, we are going to kick religion out the door. And we are actually going to talk about works. Here on Raw. Raw.